You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody. Locked On Browns, episode 196. Guys, now we here. Uh, yesterday, 72. Now, 48 hours away, guys. We are honing on in. Uh, obviously, some news of the day. Uh, you know, the Sam Darnold stuff is really, really picking up. I think it's safe to say that one's put to bed. So, you know, maybe the draft will start at pick number two. You know, so the New York Giants with a lot in their hands. We'll see how they handle that. Uh, as far as prospect-wise, Antonio Callaway. Congratulations, Jackass. After a stellar career of screwing things up at the University of Florida, you had a chance to redeem yourself. Go to the Combine. Clear your name. Get everything working back for you. And you fail the piss test for marijuana. Bro, stop. You're not going to get drafted. Enjoy the UDFA, and now you're pretty much labeled as a problem child going further. So, you know, Antonio Callaway, man, bad, bad, bad move. I don't even know if you're going to be on any possibility of John Dorsey's board. We're going to get in here tonight. We're going to do a show similar. Obviously, uh, Stephen Thomas, myself, Jake Burns, we did a lot of the fan speaks shows. I've got these guys now solo. They are not fettered by the draft board from Fanspeak. They're able to make the picks themselves. So, Jake Burns, you are going to go ahead and give us your, your top five of the 64. But first things first, Jake, how are you? How's the family? How's the little guy? And, you know, obviously draft is cycle is crazy. It's got to be really crazy with a three-month-old in the house. <laughs> yeah, man, everything's good. He's uh, he's growing like crazy. He's, he's up over 10 pounds, close to 11. Wow. I, think might, I think you might be popping the tooth, man. He's a lot of drool. He's a little grumpy. I don't know. His mom's a hero. She's she's with him all day, and maybe it's the quarterback. Does talk. all that? Maybe it's the yeah. quarterback at one talk. We're all a little grumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's trying to follow in the mold. But yeah, no, he's doing great. Family's great, man. And uh, like you said, ready to ready to hit Thursday. Trying to find that balance between being annoyed with it and trying to to look forward to it is is, is becoming a challenge. You almost you don't want to wish it away because it's such a cool event. But um, you know, it's uh, a lot of voices on Twitter and a lot of voices on Reddit where you get a. A lot of your conversation just becomes so, just becomes so drowning. Absolutely. Now, guys, you can also check out Jake's work over at Waiting for Next Year. Obviously, now added cover one, uh, you know, to uh, his writing as well. Because you know, I mean, he doesn't have enough going on, so why not take on another gig while you're at it? Uh, but Jake, here it is. You are on the clock. I still give you permission to go with whoever you'd want here at pick one. But you're going to give us one, four, thirty-three, thirty-five, and sixty-four. So get the ball rolling, then obviously we'll lead in a little later to some, uh, you know, Jake Burns guys, obviously some, some guys that you're going to pound the table for, and a couple you want to throw off your board altogether, guys you don't want to touch, maybe for the price it is, or maybe just the play, or the fact you just can't trust them. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, I think I think obviously at one, um, you know, I'm okay with the idea. If, you, if people have listened to me enough on here, um, of the three of us who did a lot of these mock drafts, uh, Fan speak drafts. I was the Baker Mayfield guy, and I still love Baker. I think he's the best quarterback in this class. But I also understand where the uh, current group is coming from with Sam Darnold. There's there's a lot to like. The kid is the kid is young. He's he's growing as a quarterback. He didn't get a chance to play really until his senior year of high school. Get a full season, you know, get a get a full year as a red shirt, and then come in as a red shirt freshman. And he's still learning the position. Um, you know, I think a lot of people that judge Sam Darnold are. Uh, East Coast people, you know, obviously here in Cleveland who uh, don't, or sorry, didn't get a chance to watch him. They only saw the Cotton Bowl, and then they only saw the Rose Bowl, and they're jumping to conclusions about who he is. You know, a lot of people, when they see the idea of answering the Cleveland Browns quarterback situation, they see uh, charismatic, bravado, uh, big-time face, and that's a lot of it is Baker Mayfield, and a lot of it is Josh Rosen. Um, a lot of it is, 
even the Josh Allen talk, they want him to be a certain way. I think Sam Darnold might just be the answer they need. Um, you know, he's like I said, he's, he's, he's proven leadership on and off the field. Everything you read about him, everything his teammates say about him uh, makes sense for, for who he is as a person. There's a lot to like on film. You know, the uh, tight window ability, ability to find answers when pressure's mounting, the ability to work off of multiple platforms, the ability to work outside the pocket when need be. I think he's got to get a little bit better within structure as, as processing slows down for him, as he continues to, to grow, as his football mind continues to, to grow. And I think the turnover issue will, will calm itself down. I think he'll understand that he doesn't need to force things, especially as he gets more talented teammates around him. And, uh, you know, the fumbles, those things take, as, as more and more reps happen, you know, he's going to make some of those fumbles are going to happen on occasion. Some of the best quarterbacks in history have fumbled a little bit here and there. So I, I'm not worried about it. I think I think he's got a lot to like. So Sam Darnold at one is, I, I just can't pick any other way. But like you mentioned earlier, Jeff, the, the heat that's picking up at the pick there, the, the noise surrounding that pick, I think it's going to be him. And that's fine. Um, so then you go to four. The two plausible situations are they draft uh, young Mr. Uh, Bradley Chubb, which would make a lot of sense for them. Give him three really good, stout, grown man defensive ends, and, and Emmanuel Ogba, Garrett, Miles Garrett, and uh, Bradley Chubb that can rotate in and out of sub packages, mix them with Larry Ogunjobi. You got a really fast unit there that can also play the run. If he is not there, I do not expect them to take anybody else at four, uh, which is going to sound a little bit wild. It, it, the only names I would would expect them to take if they if they were there. Uh, Denzel Ward is a possibility. Saquon Barkley is a possibility. I don't think they take Saquon. I don't think they take Denzel there. I think that if the Giants surprise and take uh, take Bradley Chubb at two, I think they'll they'll bump back. I think they'll either bump back to five or they'll bump back to twelve to recoup some picks. Um, my ideal world, Bradley Chubb's there for you. Take him. It's a it's a hand in glove fit. He's a good player in a position of of need, a position of importance. Uh, it's a good pick. Then you go back to 33. I think you have to look wide receiver, my ideal world. Uh, one of two names is there when you get to 33. That's either DJ Moore or Cortland Sutton. I'm not sure they will be there. There are teams at the back half there, Cowboys, Jaguars, that could use a wide receiver. I'm not sure those guys will be there, but in my ideal world, they're there. One of them is there. You take uh, that name there that is, is, is on the top of my board, DJ Moore, um, for, for the wide receiver position. 35 is is probably going to be an uh, interior defensive line. I think that they have the proven uh, commodity. Uh, proven is a loose term, but Larry Ogunjobi flashed enough to make me feel really good about him. Caleb Brantley late in the season came on strong. Two young players. Um, then you have the obviously the departure of Larry or sorry Danny Shelton, uh, and then you have the interchangeable replaceable names of Trevon Coley and. And Jamie Meter, so I think they need help in the interior defensive line. There are three guys that I've targeted. Um, Taven Bryant's obviously one of them. Mo Hurst is one of them out of Michigan, and then uh, Harrison Phillips is the one out of Stanford. I love. Um, we'll get to pound the table, guys. That's one of my guys. But I think Mo Hurst will slip to round two. I think the, the medical concerns are there. I think Taven Bryant goes round one. His his uh, his testing was just too impressive um, not to go round one. His tape shows a guy get off the ball too quick. So uh, my ideal world, Maurice Hurst is there. If he's not there, it's it's Harrison Phillips. Um, most likely, it is going to be Harrison Phillips because I I could genuinely see Hurst being taken. Somebody taking that risk, even though there's the medical a uh, little bit of a looming question there. I I still think he's too talented for somebody in the back half, maybe Atlanta, to pass up on. And then 64, you're looking at I think is an ideal spot for a running back, uh, running back or corner. I don't want them to reach on an offensive tackle in the first two rounds. 
Um, you know, so as we've talked about at length, I think an ideal world a running back such as Nick Chubb is there, uh, taking Nick Chubb. If Sony Michelle slips somehow, some way, uh, Rashad Penny slips. You have a plethora of running backs to take there um, that could be there at 64 if they slide down the board as teams fill other needs. So, yeah, I think that you're, you're, you're most likely looking at somebody along the lines of Nick Chubb there at 64. If there's a corner available, maybe a Carlton Davis or a Isaiah Oliver, you consider those guys there too. Um, but in my ideal world, you take you take a good running back right there from a pretty good running back class at 64. Well, yeah, as you listen to Locked On Brown episode 196, if you're listening through the, the megaphone link, obviously post it. I do appreciate it. Whatever your podcast app is that you guys use, Spotify, iTunes, whatever it is, go ahead, subscribe to Locked On Browns. Leave that five-star review, guys. It means a lot, and I do appreciate it. Um, I, I think the thing where we've talked about at nauseum with these quarterbacks is the thing with Sam is – I think he's going to come in, and he's going to be the best fit as a teammate. Uh, you know, with Josh Rose and Baker Mayfield, these guys come in maybe more star power. Sam, that doesn't seem like it's his thing. Maybe it's the old linebacker in him, the fact that that's where he basically started football at, that type of guy. I think he just slides in and just becomes a part of this franchise and just happens to be the guy who is the quarterback. Uh, now, obviously, with Bradley Chubb, I, I do agree. If they're going to select a player at four, I think they truly, truly like Bradley Chubb, and that will be the selection. There's going to be a lot of temptation. Obviously, the Giants, it looks like they are not going to trade. They're going to select a player at two. So I do think they will go you know, with a player there. Then you're talking the Jets pretty much locked in at Mayfield at three. There's going to be a lot of people interested to get to pick four. So John Dorsey is going to have a large decision on his hand. Even if Bradley Chubb's there, it's going to be a big decision for him there. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, you know, this whole cycle we went through, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley. You know, then once we started getting testing numbers, DJ Moore at 21 years old, a 10-time better athlete. It just seems it's a really, really wise selection to go ahead and take the guy at 21 as opposed to the older guy and, you know, let him still, you know, learn and grow as a player coming from a program that wasn't very good, but he was the best feature that they had. Harrison Phillips or Moe Hurst, I got no issue either way there. And a lot of people want to talk about the cornerbacks. Well, look, let's make sure that, you know, the other team's quarterback is hassled and hurried. And a lot of that will make it easier on this secondary. If, you know, they don't have to worry about, you know, four, you know five, six seconds. You know, Miles Garrett, as fantastic as he is, he can be neutralized if there's out uh, without other presence. And then uh, I'm with you, Nick Chubb around that 64, or Pete's other guy, Royce Freeman, two names there I do like. Um, and it seems the way they focused their attention has been to possible day three cornerbacks, things of that nature, or in the way they signed everybody in free agency, this could be a rebuild of the cornerback position going into 19, if that's the way they choose to do that. So, you know, I, 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 I'm a big fan of this five. And guys, like we've been telling you, it's really hard to screw up these five picks in 64. That's how much you got going for yourselves here. Uh, Jake, we'll shift it over here a little bit now. Uh, you know, we'll start with, uh, you know, give me some Jake Burns guys, whether it's early, whether it's late, some guys that you're just a big fan of. And even if they don't end up wearing browns, you know, helmets and colors, you know, guys that Jake Browns is gonna, Jake uh, Burns is going to be following regardless. Yeah, great question. I think that the, the name you and I have been glued to since about November is Sony Michelle. I love that dude. I don't know that he ends up in a Browns uniform. Um, somebody tweeted out something about his medical pass, and I was trying to tell him that the guy's just so injury prone, man. Stay away from him. Let him get to sixty four. Well, this I, is I kind of fun. This kid. was funny because that comes out seventy two a- hours after. It seems like Sony Michelle is now going to be the second running back sele- selected. 
So I don't know what changed in three days that now all of a sudden is injuries thing. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously some other running backs camp is trying to you know push that narrative, but it is funny the way that broke out. It is funny, but I've, I want to follow that kid. I think he's a special talent, special person. Obviously, I talked earlier about Harrison Phillips. Every interview you see of his, every every uh, every every article you read, the production on on film when you can have an interior defensive lineman lead your. Uh, lead your team in tackles and, and, and the kid's just special he's, he's brute strength 42 reps at 225 which is just laughable um, you know it, I, I just think he's going to be a fun follow uh, I obviously know another guy you and I believe in Harold Landry the defensive end I'm not sure Cleveland will end up with him I think he might end up being special in his one senior year where he has a couple little dinged up injuries cuts his production in half somebody's going to get a Khalil Mack type of steal out of that kid in the 10 to 12 range um, going to be obviously very good. I really love Darius Leonard out of out of uh, South Carolina State linebacker. I love Micah Kaiser, the linebacker. Those guys were underrated. Um, it's a couple Big Ten linebackers I really want to follow. Josie Jewell um, is a name I really enjoy out of Iowa, and then Tigray Scales, who I've really appreciated out of out of Indiana. Um, Simi Cobbs out of Indiana, I think is is going to be an interesting wide receiver uh, to pay attention to. I'm always interested to see which of these high point wide receiver type catchers can get, can go get the football at the NFL level. The same with Alan Lazard uh, from Iowa State. But the big tight end I really pay attention to. Two big names I really enjoy. Hayden Hurst, I think he's going to be dynamic. I know he's a little bit older, going to be 24. South Carolina kid, really, really fun prospect because he does everything. In a position where less and less guys block, he is the, the uh, you know the prototype for that, that wing slot tight end who can pull down the line, kick out, loop around, lead for quarterback pull can also run a plethora of different routes uh, from his position, whether in line or in the slot. A lot of fun. And then Mike Jasicki is a freak of nature out of Penn State who might end up being Jimmy Graham 2.0 that's why, uh, that's why I have him going. In the middle of the field. Yeah, I, yeah. I have him going. I think I think I think the Saints are going to love him if they can get their yeah. hands on him. And I, I made a bold prediction. I was just on a, a pod before this one where I, I actually put out a, a mock with with Joe Gilbert and I think he's going to go higher. We were putting out our one on Thursday. I actually Super bold, put him up at eleven with Miami um, because Miami doesn't really have any playmakers and they need that position to be filled. Super bold probably doesn't happen, but I just think that kid is going to go earlier than everybody thinks. High character, free, probably the best tight end workout we've ever seen at the combine. So um, a lot of fun there. Those those are a lot of the guys that I really like a lot. I mean, I like there's other names I really Jesse Bates, Wake Forest safety is a lot of fun. Good kid, good player. Justin Reed, the safety out of Stanford, good kid, good player. A lot of fun on film. Quentin Meeks, the corner. I love Stanford kids, man. They just high character, high intelligence, good football players, tough people. I, I really like. That's why David Shaw, I think, would be a heck of an NFL coach someday. But, um, yeah, that, that's a little bit of the guys I'm paying close. I'm obviously going to pay close attention to Baker because that's my guy. I'd love to see that kid succeed. I think he's got some things he's got to clean up as a person. I just kind of got into the behind Baker video thing he's got going really cool production they're doing but there's some little dinky red flags that pop up in that 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 show i I hope i hope he harnesses it i hope he he can understand what's right and what's wrong and putting you know his best foot forward i again would have no problem with the browns taking him i think he's worth that risk but i just uh you know i want to see the kids succeed because i I hate when they're you know when players are lumped in with their predecessors uh, of a similar style when when sam darnold said that he's going to be the next uh uh, who's the kid before the, the USC kid? Help me out. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Quarterback. What are, what are we doing here, Jake? Which one? 
USC quarterback before the last draft when he just started for the Bears. <laughs> USC quarterback just started for the Bears. Oh, UNC yeah. quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. No, 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 no. USC, the quarterback, a couple quarterbacks before um, Matt Barkley. God, okay. dang, man. I'm sorry. You know, when they when people when people try to lump quarterbacks or, or sorry, any player in with, with who they look like or, or who they've had played before them, that kind of thing, it, it just rubs me the wrong way. So I'd like to see Baker succeed, like overcome the Johnny stereotypes, all that stuff. You know, I, I, I can understand that, and, and it's tough. Um, I, it's a great list of guys that you have. And, and look, we, we, we always end up with our guys, and, you know, look, I mean, you know, if it's almost like you would, you know, if you were GM, you'd want to, you know, run like a, you know, run like a, you know, adoption. Yeah, we'll take them all in. I got room for everyone. You know, whatever, we'll bring them all in. You know, so, uh, and it was actually a great point that you brought up on David Shaw, which is why I think David Shaw never is never going to want to leave Stanford, because you want to know what? He's not going to want to go somewhere where these guys walk in and it's like, well, this is me, dude. You're paying me. You drafted me. I ain't changing. I think that's why David Shaw is perfectly happy where he is in Palo Alto because he can recruit the kids he wants. They want that Stanford education. They know there's a good chance to go to the NFL from there. I mean, he's got a pretty much a dream gig going on right now. Uh, guys, Locked On Cavaliers, Chris Manning doing a great job over there. The series even now at 2-2. So anything you need Cavalier-wise, go ahead, check out Locked On Cav with Chris Manning. He's got you covered. Uh, Jake, we're going to flip it now to the other side of the coin here. Uh you know, give me some guys that look. I mean, whether it's you know the draft position they're going to be at, or the fact that you just can't trust them, and you're a parent now, so your thought process changes. Guys, maybe you don't want hanging around your kid. Give me some guys that you just got to steer clear of. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a ton, Jeff, of those guys who I just absolutely hate and want to steer clear of. I mean, the guy at the top who I just don't want any part of is. Is Josh Allen? I mean, I just, I just don't believe in what he is as a quarterback. Probably a good kid from everyone you talk to, a good kid. But I just don't want anything to do with him for Cleveland situation and the guys who are also coming out this year. I don't want anything to do with Saquon, another kid who's probably great, another kid who could probably change the face of a franchise and probably will make Browns fans hate seeing him produce his first year while our first pick sits on the sidelines. Um, but you know the the Browns would be then committing the fourth most uh, money to the position uh, in the NFL. They the, the second they drafted him, and I just don't think it's a wise investment. Nothing against the kid's good player, um, Vita Vea, another kid I think is 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 tempting as heck. Uh, really looks the part. Uh, really strong player. Uh, tested obviously much better than his predecessor, Danny Shelton. Better athlete, but is not the fit for the Browns. Uh, I just don't like. You know, in an ideal world, that's that's not the player that that, that they would take there. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Christian Kirk. I think lateral quickness is a problem for him, and is going to be a problem separation wise. So, if I'm looking at that second day wide receiver group, I, I would try to uh, try to avoid him if I could. Um, and then, I mean, that's that's probably it. The group that I try to avoid the top because anybody after that, after the second round, you can try to peg as an upside pick. So, those are the names toward the top that I don't. I don't really feel comfortable with in, a, in a, the wide receiver position one that I didn't necessarily prefer uh, in Christian Kirk and Carlton Davis is a little bit of a dangerous pick too. He's got some lateral quickness questions that I don't that I don't love. And the other thing is he's just a wee bit grabby. So uh, you know if you're going to put him, I, say he were to become a Brown, you put him on Antonio Brown early. I don't think anyone's going to appreciate the five flags that he's going to draw in the first contest to try and chase around somebody like Antonio Brown. Yeah, no doubt, man. I, he's like I said, good prototype body, good look a player. Just I'm not sure if it's, uh, you know, I'm just not sure if it's going to fit for for what the modern day corner does 
um, in, the, in a man-to-man scheme. Okay, guys. Now, uh, look, uh, you know, Lockdown Browns, episode 196. This has been myself, Jeff Lloyd, with Jake Burns. Obviously, guys, check Jake's work at Waiting for Next Year and over at Cover One. I'm sure I'll be a busy, busy guy this weekend. Uh, so make sure you're following at Jake Burns uh, 19. Uh, guys, follow the show at Lockdown Browns. Follow me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. I do appreciate you guys for everything. Let's get that Lockdown Browns account closer to 2K. We're almost there, guys. I appreciate you all for that. Uh, We will talk to you soon, guys. Let's go Browns.